I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the Talking Tactics podcast. What's up, people? My name is Daniel. It's the Kid Double H. We do the pod every... We record it on Tuesday. You hear it on Tuesday if you're a Patreon, so go check out our Patreon. Today we talked about uh, video games. And EA and 2K. What would a 2K football game look like? Um, yeah, you can follow the podcast at Talking Tactics. I'm at Daniel to look. Have hope. Where can people get your work? Hopefulfootballhoff.com, baby. Indeed. Pause. That will take you to the. Say, say again. As I said, as I said, I said pause. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I, I said, I said dot com. I sort of stretched out the dot com. So. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> no, no, no. Look, you know. I've, <laughs> I've been watching Cam and Mace's sports show too much, so it's it's. Oh, um, I mean, not pause is it, it, it is what it is. Is that? Yeah, the it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's hilarious. I watched the one that was hosted by Brandon Marshall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, and, bro, and it was like, crazy. Yo, yeah. yo, that's wild, bro. That's Man, that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, yeah. So halfoffootballhut.com. Carl's at the Athletic. I don't know where he is. You see, this is. I, I'm kind of glad we switched to recording on Tuesdays. So people, at, yeah, how come you don't record on Mondays? Like you know, no, no, but things, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know why it's a weird thing. On Tuesday, it's like, is there like a thing where like everything just does not happen on Monday? Maybe because it's like it's the first day of the week and like for because it's because whenever we used to do it on Mondays, it was like literally a big story would always drop on Tuesday. I was like, <laughs> damn it, I wish we we switched it. All right, this is my theory. And this is something I learned, I think, with barbershops and preachers. People who work on the weekends generally take Monday off. So if your barber works on Saturday, Sunday, he probably does. The shop's probably closed on Monday. Hmm. And if you if because preachers preach on Sunday, they tend to take Monday off. So I wonder if because football is a weekend sport, people tend to be kind of closed off on Mondays. And then Tuesday's the day where the week now starts. That's that's one quick theory. I have no idea. Well, no, 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 I mean, I think. Look, I, I just, you know what? I just think it's just, yeah, it's maybe just one of those things where, like, because again, Monday for ninety nine point nine percent of the world, that's the day. That's your first day of of work. Mm. But it's like the football industry isn't the general white collar, blue collar industry. Mm. So I do think that. Monday in the football world isn't Monday for ninety nine percent of everyone in, in the world because you don't have a weekend in the football world because yeah the like it's not really work. Work. yeah because so, yeah, like, the weekend is the world which is Saturday game Sunday game and maybe there's a Monday game. so I just think like so for a lot of guys let's say doing dealings or stuff or, or so forth as you probably said I think okay Tuesday is when we release that because you're still sort of recovering from the weekend which is the, the Monday and, all that stuff. and then the call off so so it's, and and you know how like albums are albums used to be released on tuesday then for whatever reason streaming reasons or whatever they were released on friday they've been mm. started re- releasing new albums on friday like i think once a standard gets established the news drops this day yeah yeah yeah. kind of like the album drops this day maybe it's something like that but it is weird how like tuesday news drops so the so the tuesday news this week is bayern munich 
lodged a 70 million euro bid for Harry Kane, which was rejected. Mm, obviously. But, but the the context is Harry Kane is in the last year of his contract. So that should be done off top. I don't think Bayern are bidding for a player they don't think they can get or that they don't have a strong idea that this player is attainable. We've talked to him or we have a good idea of what his camp is thinking. Put it this way. Chelsea will just bid. <laughs> Arsenal will just bid. Man City, Man City are in that weird place where I think they're well run to where mm. I don't think they're just bidding anymore. PSG will just bid. Chelsea's the main one, though. Chelsea will just put the money out, and if it's rejected, they'll just go with more money. <laughs> I don't think Bayern are like that. I think Bayern, if they put out $70 million, they think there's, it's because this player wants to come. Um, I don't think they're just flying by the seat of their pants. But no, 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 so, no, 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 no. It's already, like, I think yeah. multiple sources have already said that they've agreed personal terms. Oh, okay. He does want to go. So, so basically, I didn't read that part. Okay. It's basically like, so, so they've said that... Um, Personal terms will not be an issue, and Kane actually is um, happy with the idea of leaving England and actually going to Germany. So, like his whole family and everyone, mm. they actually said, "Yeah, like I'd, I'd want to go, go go to Bayern." So that's not the issue. The issue is Daniel Levy, because so, Levy is oh, very yeah. interesting. Because let's 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 work this out. So he's in his final year. I think Levy, for whatever reason, says that I don't want to sell it. Sell him to a rival, Levy. You know what a rival is. Now, let's open up Oxford, Oxford Dictionary and look up a rival. Tottenham Hotspurs, who's your rival? A rival, okay, who are they rivaling you for? You have to have a, to have a rival means that you are winning trophies or you're arguably, you're arguably competing for trophies. You're doing neither. So, I don't understand Levy's notion of, I don't want to sell to a rival, i.e. anyone in the top six in England. That's because the top six has become an objective. That battling for a Champions League spot has become a trophy in and of itself. But here's the thing, though. Okay, fine. I don't want to sell to a guy and so forth. All right. Fast forward 12 months now. He doesn't sign a contract extension. You listen for free. So my thing, though, is if Levy is saying, I'm not going to even pick up the phone for one cob less than a hundred million euros. I'm like, Bayern will be like, hang on. Should we really pay a hundred million for a guy who is going to be free next summer? No. So huh. the answer is no, because see, there's so many interesting ways to handle this. Let's even go to Kate right now. This shocked me. Because yeah. I was like, oh no, he's... England's golden boy. He's on the front page of England. England captain. He's going to remain in England because he wants to break Shearer's record. Yeah. But the fact of he's actually thinking about moving to Bayern, I'm like, oh, okay. I I didn't see this. You're showing. <laughs> I, did, me I did not see this. It, yeah, you're, I'm you're showing you something. something. Yeah. And also, you see, I, some moronic Arsenal fan put out some bummer's tweet that oh, um, breaking the record is worth more than winning the Bundesliga with Bayern Munich. If you Harry Kane, I don't want as a damn trophy. <laughs> because, you see, this is where Kane has to be very careful. Because, yes, winning any trophy for, for Tottenham is worth more than winning a Bundesliga for Bayern. Same thing with Mbappe. Winning the UCL for PSG is worth more than winning the UCL for Real Madrid. But let's keep it a stack. PSG never winning the UCL. 
let's keep it stack. Tottenham are not winning a trophy anytime soon. So don't buy or subscribe into that Disney Plus crap. For Kane, even if you win the Bundesliga, at least it's a damn trophy. You've, you, you have a trophy in the locket. But again, something I read as well was he believes that. Again, these are just reports. I don't know if it's truffle, but they're just reports. But just for argument's sake, he believes that, okay, if I go there, Barna have a real chance of winning the UCL. And they do. If Barn gets Kyle Walker, who is thinking of, of moving to Barn, they keep Kimmich. You already have the young talent in Musiala. And you're now bringing Kane in as a striker. Bayern are looking really good. And we don't know what else or other pieces that they could get in the summer. So for Harry Kane, that is, it's a great move. And I've always said that it benefits the England team if you have guys moving outside of England. What English players have to try to ignore is this Winston Churchill, Prince Charles propaganda crap. <laughs> of like, oh, no, no. Um, England is where it starts. Only beat England. No. The culture of Italy can help you. The culture of Spain can help you. The culture of Germany can help you. And what you want in the team are a blend of different styles. Uh, 98, the Brazil team from 98 to 02. Um, you had Rivaldo in Barcelona. You had Dino in PSG. You had Ronaldo in Inter Milan. So one guy is in Spain. One guy is in France. One guy is, one guy is in Italy. And you're not bringing in all those different styles and different elements that can help to enhance the team. So if you just have everyone just in one league and, and so forth, you're not really maximizing what a national team can do. But again, second thing it's back, leave you, man. Like, let's see, this, I actually want to ask you this question. Let me throw you at this question. Try and get into Levy's mind and brain. <laughs> like, what's the play here? That's easy. At least I think it's easy. Maybe it's not as easy. But if I'm jumping in the mind of Daniel Levy, it's quite easy. You don't accept the first offer. If they're opening with 70, then let's stall this a bit. And let's see how bad do you really want him. There's, what, two months left of the transfer window? July, August? Mm. If Bayern set the floor at, let's say they come back with 80-plus, and let's say Madrid know that PSG aren't selling Mbappe, do Madrid come in with an offer because they need a number nine? They, I mean, they got Yosalu on loan, was it? <laughs> Just but that's, that's, that's not real. That's, that's not coming. So maybe he's thinking... Maybe this is a signal to some Premier League club. Maybe this is a signal to Madrid. Maybe let's let's see if we could get start a bidding war. And if not, stalling Bayern and getting their price up, that'll be fine. So for him, I don't think Levy is silly enough to let him leave on a free. Because that would just be an ultimate L. Bro, like, see, that's where it gets interesting. You think he's that prideful to wear a man that wants that? I don't want to venture into actually. Um, is it, no, 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 no. Levy is. I think Levy strikes me as, as a bit Levy of a is a is a cold businessman, bro. But, but, but see, that, you see, this is what makes you're not just going to let eighty million or seventy million, whatever. That's it is, where I'm at because free. see, knowing that this guy is a consummate businessman to the core, Bayern are in a strong position, or whoever's bidding is in a strong position because they're like, if you're not going to, because they're like, okay, cool. 85 is our highest offer. You're not going to accept it. I'm out. I now going to lose him for free. I because because here's my thing. Because though. if it now stops and you're not, because Levy, you are not in any position 
to be in a hundred mil ticket to leave it. Sorry, you're not. You're not. Just generally, I do think his strategy is: what, why would I accept the first offer if this is the first offer? This is the first <laughs> offer that, that that's that's been made public. And if it is the first offer that's been made public, Levy's not going to accept the first. Offer. No, 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 no. I mean, but what I meant by my question was: what's the overall play here? What is a perfect scenario for Levy? Oh, it's selling to a club that's not in the Premier League. So if Kane is willing to go to a country that's not a, a club that's not in the country, then the ideal play is you stall it out a little bit. And if you can get 80, 85, 90, somewhere in there for a player in the last year of his contract, and then you take that money and you get your Madison, you get your whoever the players are that they're looking at, that's his win. Like we've maximized or exhausted Harry Kane. He gave us 30 goals. I don't, I don't, where did they finish? Eighth, seventh, somewhere there. Yeah. Like he's not helping us win. So maybe he could be the jumpstart of a rebuild. And I'm not selling him to United. I'm not selling him to City. I'm not selling him to Chelsea or whatever the case may be. At least for the next year, two, three, he's not going to be a thorn in Spurs' side. Okay, okay, wait, no, no, let me, now let's get really interested right now. Let's expand it. Let's, let's go macro. How does the English media react to Harry Kane leaving the Premier League? Because that is something that people are not looking at. Because I think, Good question. because especially like, again, when I'm in England, because nobody knows where I am, but when I'm living in England, <laughs> when I'm in England, the press over Kane, it's insane. And guys are obsessed about Shero's record, Shero's record, Shero's record. Because, like, you know, English people, they are very they very much have a very high bubble mentality. That, that's just how, how they are. So mm-hmm. the whole big thing is all the goals that he's scoring, Premier League, Premier League. It's all about promoting the Premier League, the marketing, marketing, marketing. Hence why I had tunnel vision of, like, oh, he's never leaving England. So either he stays at Tottenham or he goes to United or whatsoever. So my thing was always... Tottenham stay or goes to United. That, that was where I was looking at. So maybe Chelsea whatsoever or even in Man City. But if he leaves Bayern, bro, how does the English media react? Because you're like, well, we've lost our captain. So basically, just think about it. England's captain, golden boy, the face of our team is in Germany, <laughs> playing in Germany. And I think you can now fill in the blanks and the underpinnings of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's go black and white. <laughs> I was, I was, I was gonna say when you brought up Churchill, I was like, yeah, 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 Winston, Winston, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe this is me giving English media too too much credit, and in fact, it is. But I'll I'll try to shoot them some bail here. Mm. So there has to be an understanding of what Spurs are and who Daniel Levy is. So Spurs, they're never gonna sell him to Chelsea. They're never gonna sell him to Arsenal. Those are two impossible clubs. So that leaves three options inside of England. Liverpool, Manchester United, Manchester City. Manchester City have Haaland, and ba- and that was tried before, and they got Haaland. So that leaves two. United, Liverpool. I don't think I've ever heard someone realistically say that Harry Kane will go to Liverpool or should go to Liverpool. Oh, no, it doesn't no, seem no. like a match, at least in my mind. Perhaps it's a possibility, but Liverpool, but Liverpool would have to pay a certain amount of money that... Oh, they bought Nunes, actually, now that I think about it. So they they took their $100 million, $80 million, and they spent it on a particular guy. He's going to be their political option for the next two, three years up until it fails. I, I almost forgot that Darwin Nunes existed. Um, so then that leaves one club. That leaves Manchester United. Manchester United 
probably need a striker. They don't have an out-and-out out number nine. They have Rashford. I don't know what's going on with Martial. They tried Veghorst. Like, they don't have an actual number nine. Uh, they have one. But they don't have a prolific one. So then this is where you need the understanding of Daniel Levy. Daniel Levy is intent on not selling his players and has never really had to sell his star player to another Premier League club. He's had Modric oh, yeah, yeah, and, he, yeah. and he, he sold to Madrid. He had Bale, he sold to Madrid. So there are other options than, in his mind, making our rivals, and I think you're right to parse the definition of rival, but in his mind, he does think that Tottenham should be in that top four, top six, whatever the case is. Why would I sell to United if there are other options and if the player is willing to go? That understanding in the media, I think it has to be understood. There are five clubs Kane could go to. Two of them are in London. You can't go. The other two have title favorites for the last couple of years, Liverpool and City. They already have their striker options. And Manchester United, though they might have the money, and we don't even know if they have the money. Maybe they can find the money. It's Manchester United. But Levy doesn't want to sell to England. Now, going to Germany... Maybe there'll be some Daily Mail Sun articles about, you know, whatever it is. And they'll use like black and white <laughs> images of Winston Churchill and Clement Attlee and those guys. But I don't think it'll be too big of a deal, him going. Like, it, it'll be a thing, but it makes sense contextually. But if you look at it two, three years ago, when there was an option at Liverpool, there was an option at City when Aguero left that would have made more sense. But in that position, Kane had years left on his contract. So Levy kind of had him over a barrel. <laughs> you can't leave because you have two, three years left on your deal. Mm. We're now at that point where how much do you want? How much do you love the money? 70 million isn't like nothing. I don't especially, know. Especially coming from Bayern. And oh, yeah. this, is the, this, is, this is the last thing on the price anyway. When you're selling to or from a Premier League club, you understand that these guys have more money than anybody. So, of course, we're going to try to exact 100, 110, 120 if City trying to buy him two years ago. Of course, if Chelsea come, we're going to put the Premier League tax. We're going to put the London tax. We're going to put the rival. Like, mm. of course, Arsenal would never even try. So, but when Bayern come, if you're Levy, you have to understand if the intent is not to sell him to an English club. I might have to, and it's not Madrid who are known for spending above and beyond. I have to accept less. This is an actual tax. To get Kane out of the Premier League, I'm going to have to accept less money from a club that can't afford what a City, United, Chelsea, etc. can. That, but that's, that's not what, 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 what the streets are saying, man. I mean, it makes sense. It's logical. Hence why this is such a weird situation, because you're right. If you want him to leave, you've got to accept less than 100. I do not see Bayern Munich Football Club putting down 100 million for a player. I don't see that happening. It's certainly not a 30-year-old in the last year of his contract. No, no way. So I would like this to happen because I think it would make things very interesting. And it would make for some very interesting streams and interesting the debates of, man, England's captain has left the Premier League and is now playing for Bayern Munich. The reality is I don't see this happening. What I do see happening is he's leaving on a free. That's why this is so fascinating. Okay, Lee, Bayern are not going to put down 100 mil. So if Levy says that nothing 
I'm not going to sell him for anything less than 100 mil. Then he leaves for free and he can now choose where he wants to, to go. And but if he now chooses danger, United, though. now what? But that isn't isn't that even more dangerous dangerous and reckless? Okay, well, so you, you, you right, mean so, him living for, for free. And then going where he wants to go, which would he would just go to United if he had the if he had the choice. So at least okay, let's 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 say worst case scenario, you sell him for 70 million, he goes to Bayern for a year. And then buy and sell him to Manchester United next year. That's like worst case scenario for for Tottenham. At least in that transaction, you've made seventy million off him. That's worst case. Yeah. And that's worst case if you sell. No, no. I'm, the I'm, the I'm, actual I'm, worst case scenario is you keep him. You win nothing. He's thirty years old. He leaves for free. He goes to United, and you get nothing. If Levy is the businessman that we all think he is, and he's focused on money, and he's running football club. Not as some sort of trophy operation, some sort of winning operation, but as a business. Mm-hmm. You cannot justify risking letting Harry Kane sign on a free contract in January. You cannot. See, that's why if I'm buying unique, even if this is crazy, I say that just out of for negotiations, 80 mil, take it or leave it and see what they do. It's just say 80 mil, it's on the table, that's it. Because I want to see Levy reject 80 mil and now you're going to aim a nuclear warhead to Ken and say, yo, sign this or else I'll, I'll, I'll nuke your, <laughs> your, your I'll, I'll nuke your brain. You, you cannot get to the January window because it's not even about next summer. It's about the January window. When you have six months left on your contract, you can sign a yeah, pre contract. Yeah. yeah. So you cannot get to a situation where in January, Bayern come and we've signed Kane free. And, and let's think, let's think again. Bayern aren't offering 70 million, in my opinion, without knowing Kane wants to go. Yeah, 100%. Again, like I said, Chelsea would just send the money without even offering or working out the contract with Kane mm. and just 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 to be troublesome. I don't think Bayern, even in the state that they are with Khan and the guy's name who starts with H and ends in itch leaving, like whatever situation they're in, I still think that's one of the best run clubs in Europe relative to all the oh, other. Oh, for sure, for sure. They're, they know Kane wants to go or is that at least open to the idea. If you're, you cannot risk this boy leaving free. So 70 on a one-year contract is fair. It's fair. No, no, but, but, but you, know, you can okay. get more. You see, you, that's why you can get to eighty-five plus yeah. add-ons or something like you that. You see, I'm, I'm going to continue. See, I think in Livy's brain, I'm, I can try to rationalize. He's like, damn, <laughs> fudge. I am about to lose him. But in his mind, is a look. I can't lose him for peanuts. So in his view, basically, this this can it almost be like... 70 million for Kane is peanuts. No, no, it's just, no but here's the thing. Wow. But this is a segue into Declan Rice and maybe English tax. In Kane's, in Levy's point mind is the amount of goals he scores, his assists, and his value to the team, 100 mil plus... Let's keep it real. 100 mil, he picks up the phone. 100 mil is not a done deal. 100 mil is, oh, hello, how are you doing? How's the, the family and everything? That's, that's what 100 mil does. So 100 mil is, oh, we're now beginning to negotiate. So I think it's 100 mil plus. So for Levy is like, I get it. He leaves, he could live on a free, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm sorry. Based on the value of what he is to this club, I'm not letting this guy go for anything less than 100 mil. 
let's talk about bird dogs. Bird dogs make you look good. They're stretched khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So how do you get them? You go to birddogs.com forward slash pool and enter promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com forward slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Do you know what I would like to know? And this is the only way I could see your scenario playing out, but I would need a number and like facts to support the number. Mm. How much is Harry Kane worth to the evaluation of what Spurs is worth and how much money they can make globally. If keeping Harry Kane and his goals and putting him on shirts and everybody buying 10 Kane and using him as marketing in Asia, Africa, the Americas, Australia, wherever. Mm. If having Kane and the captain of England in your team, it must be worth some amount of money within a 12-month period to sponsorship deals to whatever it is how much is he worth per year if he's worth more than 70 million to spurs perhaps you keep him for the year just because his name sells and he's easily marketable for your team you they have you know with son <clears throat> they like they, they have players in their team that are marketable but kane is a particular he's england's captain Oh yeah. So that must be worth something within just the wider financial market, not just the transfer market, but just what they can do with sponsorships and oh, okay, but when he now leaves it. So that's just one year of so one more year of sponsorships marketing. Then what do you now do after that year if you now get nothing? Well the, for the, him? the 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 point is if he's worth more in the team than what Bayern are offering to get him out of the team. Then if it's if, put it this way, if you're Levy and you're looking at a spreadsheet, if we if we sell if if we sell Harry Kane, we get 70 million up front plus whatever add-ons. If we keep him in the team, we'll make 75 million and then we'll lose him for free in the summer. So 75 is worth more than 70. So we keep him. Even if we lose him for free, we've made more money in the year than we would get from Bayern up front. And I don't know how much Kane is actually worth to the evaluation, but but I remember that table you pulled up when you look when the, it's the third most or fourth yeah. most valuable franchise in the world <laughs> in yeah. Spurs. Part of that evaluation has to be what Harry Kane brings because he's the best player on your team. He scores goals and he's the face of the club. Yeah, so you, that you must know. be worth <clears throat> some money. I don't know how much though. That's why I would need numbers. You see, for me, I I, I don't... You know, you know this. He's leaving for free. <laughs> so leave, leave for free. I think that's what's gonna happen. At the so, end of the day. Uh, so we're talking about Basmati. Yeah. Actually, wait, <laughs> actually, Uncle Ben's or Basmati. What which do you prefer? The long, long grain. Pause. That's pause. <laughs> yeah, that is a pause. That's <laughs> wow, that's great. <laughs> uh, oh no, no, no. I'm a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a I, I used to be an Uncle Ben's guy when I was small, but now I'm not a basmati is that, dude now. Is that, is, that, is that instant rice? Well, well, I mean, there like is the, the long grain rice grain? that's sort of instant, but like I think yeah. there's this, there's the pure basmati rice that's like the white. But actually, you know what? I've been eating brown rice a lot, but I've been eating brown basmati rice a lot, which is actually healthier. 
because brown rice is a lot healthier than the white rice, which has all the sugar and all the stuff in it. So, but I'm not going back to the white rice because it's it's it tastes better. So, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, deck, grow, grow deck. So his contract runs out next summer, but I yeah. think West Ham have a club option, so they would extend it to 25. So two years left on his contract, um, and he has the benefit, as opposed to Kane, of his age. I yeah. think he might be 22. We don't need to guess. Yeah, yeah, we have, yeah, we have Google, man. Declan Rice, 24. <laughs> I just I, I googled him and I was like, oh yeah, he won a trophy. He has more trophies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he would he's he would be leaving on a high, and also he he has the what would it be? His position makes him available to every and anybody, and playing for West Ham makes him available to any and everybody. So with with Spurs, there's a particular, I don't know, just mindset that we can't sell to Arsenal or Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I don't. In my lifetime, players have moved from that club to others, but it's I can't recall a sale. So, so Campbell, but remember, so Campbell. Yeah, but was Campbell sold, or did he just sign with them? That's what I'm thinking. Like, has has money been exchanged for players in my lifetime? I think. I think it's. I think. I think. I mean, try and Google it, but I think it was from because I remember. I remember when the news came out. It was a massive deal. It was a huge deal that he moved from Tottenham to Arsenal, and that was like it's like it was crazy when that happened. You know. No, in the summer of 2001, Campbell's contract expired. Mindful of the Bosman ruling and what happened with Steve McManaman, Tottenham offered him a contract which would have made him the club's highest ever paid player. But after months of negotiations and several public assurances he would stay at Spurs, Campbell stated his need to leave the club in order to play UEFA for Champions League football. So I think he signed Arsenal free. Damn. Could you imagine if Harry Kane did that? That would would be crazy. If he reached the last six months of his deal, here's my thing. See, see, I I like chaos. You know, I like chaos. I like violence. It's good for business, it's good bro. For- it'd be, it's great, bro. If the, are, those if streams would be amazing. No, basically, YouTube, YouTube, and Twitter would erupt if that happened. Well, okay, okay, hold on, okay. Let's actually flesh this out. This is a crazy scenario. I know we were talking about rights, but this is a fun thought experiment. Would the hate be as much for Kane as it was for Campbell? Okay, now we're not getting to interesting waters. Because Kane, what Kane represents to Spurs might make you think yes. But at the end of the day, he's not black. He's yeah. not an African. And I feel like that is a large part oh, no, 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 of the no, no, it's, no, here's the thing. So, 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 so it's, it will be more, and here's why. Hmm. It is because Hurricane is white and what he represents. The pain sports fans will have it's they were they they'd make the hits would be far greater for Kane than it was for Saul Campbell. So obviously for Saul Campbell, you can always add the whole black thing and everything for for extra hits. But for Kane, it's like the, the white captain, the face of the team, the amount of goals. Because I remember Saul Campbell's peak was at Arsenal. Mm. You could argue that Kane's peak years have been at Tottenham. You know, so 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 Campbell really reached. The top of his heights when he was at Arsenal, Kane's heights and his peak years have been with Tottenham. So it would it would it would be far more painful for sports fans seeing Kane leave than Saul Campbell leaving at that time. It'll never happen. 
This is this hold on, hold on, no, hold on, no, this just happened. This is a moment where Carl would stop us and tell us. Yeah, no, no. Oh, come here. Let's go to some rice. Now, here's the thing about rice. Here's the thing about rice. Oh, oh, oh! Just, just quickly. My, my, my point in even bringing that up was, you can sell rice because he's playing for West Ham. You can sell him to Arsenal, Chelsea. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that doesn't matter. He can go anywhere. Which is he's, why you have the bidding war between Arsenal and City because they are viable options for his yeah. services. But so see, this here's, is, here's this, this is how he can get to 100 mil. And let's talk about 100 mil. English, English tax is crazy, bro. Nobody has really... We've sort of mentioned it, but 100 million for Declan Rice? You see, from West Ham's point of view, they're like, that is how much he's worth for us. So they're like, fine. Because see, West Ham, they've read the room. It's, it's 2023. It's not 2003. It's not 2013. It's 2023. And in 2023, post the Griezmann deal, post the Coutinho deal, post the Neymar deal, yeah, <laughs> 100 mil. In a vacuum, that is crazy that Declan Rice is valid to 100 mil in a vacuum. But in 2023 and within context, it is what it is. I'm thinking, are City playing 4D chess? Because I say, Arsenal need Rice. Jacques is on his way out. Your boy Thomas is on his way out. City. Yeah, the price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But see, for City, you already have Rodri. So do you need a rice? Does rice fit into what you want? Arsenal need Declan Rice. City don't need him. So it's a but funny they can one. Get, but they can get him. And City are as close to like a foot team as you can get, like a FIFA ultimate team. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, do, you, do you need them? No, but if we can get them, why not? <laughs> what other position would they need to spend money on? Center back, they're good. Fullback, maybe. Um, you lose Gundogan. Kevin De Bruyne is getting older, so maybe you do need more reinforcements in midfield, whichever style of midfield that is. Mm. style of midfielder you don't need a striker you have Alvarez and Haaland maybe you'd look at a winger if Mares is leaving so really they're like three a fullback a winger and maybe another midfielder if Rice is one of the midfielders or one of the options maybe but that, there might be a little bit of let's play with Arsenal because if Arsenal are going to be the title rivals let's maybe, maybe we can make them spend 15-20 million more of their budget I'm thinking though how much did they spend last summer on Phillips City. Well, it was, like 50, was it around 50? 40, 50? I think so. I think so. I feel like that's around where I'd put Rice, really. Like 50, 60, somewhere in there. Basically, the, the money that... <laughs> the, the, the figures I've seen from Mount, <laughs> I feel like those are the realistic Rice numbers, and then Mount is like somewhere between like 30 and 40. But again, it's the English of the situation where Rice is propagandized as a particular type of player. West Ham, to their credit, actually won a European trophy, yeah, albeit yeah. It's in its second year of it existence. It was very important to it. The, the cultural kind of impetus is that Rice is a player of value, a player of quality. I don't think there are clubs in Europe who are who would pay 100 million euros for him, but this is a kind of insular transfer deal, it seems. If if my club was talking about one hundred million for Declan Rice, I would not be thrilled about it. What who whoever my club was, <laughs> if I was a Liverpool fan, United fan, City fan, Arsenal fan, Chelsea fan, like I would not be thrilled. But if that's the price of doing business to get that profile of player, it's not my money. So you guys do what you want, and I do think his qual his profile of play 
and his style of midfield, it works in many different teams. He's not going to make your team worse. I don't know how good. No, no, I don't know no, how no, much no. better he makes your team, but he's not going to make your team worse. I think so, see, see, see for me, Rice is a player who, again, I say he fails the eye test. I don't think he has much technique, and he's not exactly great on the eye. But he's a very important piece to have in your team. Hmm. So when, like, in the context of a football match, and in the context of a midfield battle, I think he's a really he's a very important player to have. Yeah. So rather than just looking at him as a player and his ability, which is limited as, as a player, in the context of a game, I think he's very useful. And I think Hunter Bill, no. No. That's just madness. Put him around better players as well. Yes. He'll be better. So you're seeing him operate in a West Ham midfield with David Moyes tactics. You put him in a midfield with Rodri, Kevin De Bruyne, and all of a sudden the technique that may be questionable at West Ham, he's receiving better passes. He's in better areas in the pitch. Like there are things that his game will translate into making him look better. Because again, I don't think uh, he's not a world beating player. I don't think he's ever going to be just, Oh, this is the greatest midfielder in the world, which is, which is what you would think a hundred million is worth these days. When I think a hundred million, I'm thinking he must be one of the greats. But then if you look at who's a hundred million has been spent on recently, (laughs) <laughs> Anthony, Coutinho. Anthony, Mudrick, these guys, like a hundred million is just, it's for, it's, it's, it seems as if a hundred million is just for I players. And I think Rice is better than I. So I'd rather no, have no, Rice no, no, I think Mudrick but, you know, if we're talking about a hundred million being spent. So. Hence why, no, no, hence why I said it's about reading the rule. Yeah. In, in a vacuum, hundred million is crazy. In 2023, post Anthony, post Coutinho, post Mudrick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, hold on. Have a, is this the contradiction of our previous discussion? Where Which if you're Daniel Levy and you're thinking, wait, if these dudes are worth 100, I'm not selling Kane for anything less than a, I don't care if he's in the last year of his contract. He's Harry Kane. No, 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 no. Last year of his contract. That's, you can't ignore that aspect. You can't. Because that is an important aspect. Because same thing with, with Mount. But here's the thing with Mount. Mount with... 30 years left on his contract is 40 mil max. <laughs> and that's with 30 years left Lifetime on his, his contract. contract. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. no like, like, so even if he signs a blood pact, it's 40 mil max, if that. One year left on his contract, that's 20 or, or 15 mil. 15? <laughs> yes. One year left, it's 15 mil. Take it or leave it. So... So I mean, so so the 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 one year left man, oh come on, that's come on, come. On, I'm just come on. I'm like I'm just like when when we piece together the the, the two conversations we've had, I'm like damn. So like there it, that is a contradiction in itself. It's just like okay, if I players are, and I say I, this is after the fact we find out that they're I. So like mm. there was a market for Mudrick, there was a market for Anthony, there was a market for these different like Coutinho. Like there was a market. Then they went where they went, and then we discovered I. So maybe, 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 maybe it makes sense. But I'm just thinking from Levy's point of view, it's like Harry, we know he's not I. He's a world-class striker. So can I really be letting him go for 70? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Speaking of 70, Kai Havertz. Hey. <laughs> they, they say that that smile is a man who's like left prison, you know. And that was, I don't know what, what people meant by that, but you know. I think this is a good move for him. Yeah. Honestly. Like, one, you, I wouldn't advise any footballer to sign for Chelsea. That's just my sneaky, humble. Like, if I was an agent, we're not going to Chelsea until Chelsea have figured things out. Like, this isn't your... This isn't your older brother's or your uncle's Chelsea from 2008 where you're going there and like if put it this way, Mikel. I would tell Mikel to go to Chelsea. I know you wouldn't. You would have wanted him to see a different a different thing. Yeah. But yo, you're going to play with Frank Lampard, John Terry, Didier Drogba, like Petr Cech. You're going to Ashley Cole, like the names. Ricardo Cavallo. You're going to a team. Uh-huh. You're going to win things. There are things there for you. So, yes, your game might be sacrificed to a degree. Kalu and those types of players. Like, should you have gone there? Maybe, maybe not. But you're, you're never going to hate your time there. This version of Chelsea? <laughs> this version of yeah, Chelsea. Th- think things you, are why wild, would man. anybody sign for this club? So, even even that's when Havertz first signed. Like, luckily for him, they won. Did he win anything domestically? He must have. Wait, who? Havertz? Havertz. Did, did, have they won so. anything domestically recently? They lost two FA Cup finals. They haven't won a Premier League since 2017. No, 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 no. Damn. No, no. It feels as if they've won stuff. But it's just Europa Champions Leagues, League, yeah. Champions Leagues, and like club cups. Like those club World Cups. So damn. Anyway. But either way, Chelsea isn't a place where you should go. So... When people escape Chelsea, I feel good for them. So, like, Loftus-Cheek signing from Milan, I'm like, yes! All the guys going to Saudi Arabia, go! Koulibaly, get your bag. He's like, I'm trying to do things in my village. I'm like, you see? Look, <laughs> no, 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 no. You, about people wanting you to can't reject generational wealth, You man. can't reject whatever Saudi Arabia money is going on. Like, shout out to West London or whatever, but, like, I have a whole village that I'm trying to keep up. So... <laughs> Anyway, um, I'm just I'm glad he said my village because I'm like I, you, see, you see there are people who have things bigger than just their rent in wherever West London. Like there are people who are floating complete communities with healthcare, education, infrastructure, etc. So why are they going to Saudi Arabia in the private career? Uh, oh, <laughs> for generational we wealth, for for money. <laughs> why are we? No, no, no. But, 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 but see, see, I find that's actually I almost find that insulting when people say that. The nature of club football, it's a mercenarial, um, it's a it's it's a mercenarial vocation. Mm. You're they're mercenaries. I've never understood the um, infatuation that fans and the kind of deep connection that fans create for players in the club game. In international football, you play one competitive game. That that's it. That's your team for life. Not anymore. It's two, isn't it? Two oh, is it? Is it two now? Okay. Or, I think it might be one 
Is it too like there was something like I, I feel like the rule has changed because there are some players who switched over that have played. No, no, but I'm pretty sure it's one competitive game. Like friendly is always fine, but if you play a competitive ah. game, I think it's a competitive game. So I like a tournament or so forth. So, so, so Zaha never played a, a competitive game for England ever. Uh, I don't think so. No, they were all friendly. Wow. All friendlies, yeah, all friendly. So okay, yeah. So so so, so my thing though is when you look at the club game. Everyone is a freaking mercenary. Like Pele famously said that a player will kiss the badge of a jersey one season, kiss the badge of a jersey another season. That's just the nature of club <laughs> football. It is what it is. Accept it, you know? So anyway, anyway, I was get the bag. I was just saying, whenever whenever players leave and get their money, I'm, I'm quite excited for them, especially in the Chelsea context. Because for me, from the outside looking in, it just feels very yucky is mm. the word I'll pick. So... Havertz going to Arsenal. Of course, he looks happy and delighted, and like, yeah, get. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of like, get me out of here. So he's out, and um, I, I don't know. Again, I don't know what Kai Havertz is. I don't know if he's if he should play number eight, if he should play number ten, if he should be a false nine, if he's a striker. I don't. If he should play on the in the half spaces, I don't know. Maybe he's everything, jack of all trades, master of none, and you just plug him in where you need him to be. Um, but maybe Arteta will have a better idea than Frank Lampard and Graham Potter and Thomas Tuchel and Bruno Salsor. <laughs> <laughs> who was the Who's the last? Who was the Who's the guy? Oh, it was it was Lampard. I was thinking, like, who did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was yeah, Lampard. Yeah, Lampard. He, he, he came back um, for round yeah, two. Yeah, it's it's. I've already erased it from memory. So, and the sig maybe Pochettino would have had an idea, but again, it's seventy mil. So, um, yeah, your thoughts on on Havertz? I'm sure you're happy about the the fee. Yeah, no, look, I mean, it's that's 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 great. I mean, I think they're saying it's sixty five, but basically, we'll, we will know the final. DDs as when it is fully announced, but oh, sixty-five, seventy—that's great. Because my fear was, you know what, you're just gonna have to take take a loss on him. Basically, whoever got him for that fee has to be jailed. I'm just gonna have to take a loss. But the fact that you're almost selling him for about how much he actually bought him for—that's pretty damn good. And especially keeping in mind that his market value has pretty much dipped. He didn't have a great World Cup. He's pretty much been irrelevant since that UCL winning goal. So you're like, so my thing is, how do you, how the hell did Chelsea manage to sell him for 65? Because that's why, that's what makes Chelsea so stupid. You've struck gold in finding a team that's going to pay 60 to 70 for Havertz. Take the freaking 55 for Mason Mount. Why are you holding guns for freaking 60, you freaking dumbos? <laughs> Like it's so it's so stupid. Like, and see, and here's the thing: is it because Mount is has been the face face of the franchise, as they say here? Like oh, he's please. he's been the fa- like Reje is the face of the franchise. He, it's 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 Reje. It's Reje, bro. James is the justifiable face, but I feel like you've told me on multiple occasions that there were times where you went to the club store, and it was just Mason Mount Central. <laughs> so. They have an idea in their mind of what Mount is and what he should be and what he represents about Cobham and he's proper Chelsea, as many of the fans have told me for years. So we're not just going to let one of our faces just leave or dip out for a fee that we don't think 
is accurate with what we believe he should be or whatever it is. So, yeah, the, they think he's one of those. I think they think he's in that right category where, like, ideally he's in the 100 mil category or the 80 mil or the whatever it would be. Yeah, so, so that's what's the delusion, though. That's, but delusion. that's the delusion. And because he's in the last year, we'll accept 60, 65. <laughs> but if we'll he was 60. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, Daniel. What, what what kind of world are we living in, bro? Well, I mean, no, no, no. no, no. Let's just pause F-top for a moment. Let's just pause for a moment. We are we are literally living in a world where they are arguing over fifty five or sixty million for Mason Mount. That's that's crazy. That's insane. So my so this is the question again, considering length of contract and all of that. If he had three years left on his deal, what is Chelsea's evaluation then? Are they so? So are they saying he's an eighty-five million player, a ninety million player? My the scary thing is yes, because if you add an English tax, PR, and all that crap, these guys will be pushing for eighty-five to ninety if he had three years left in his contract, which is crazy. (laughs) Which is crazy. I saw what kind of world are we living in? Now again, if you pay the money, like if you want him, get him. This is what I've always said about Mel. Mm. Like I feel like he can be one of the better English midfielders. If you put a premium, especially if you're Manchester United, who I think have the most foreign players in their team, they need English players. So if you can buy one of the better English midfielders who was in the World Cup squad and all of that, he didn't have a great World Cup, but he did play games. Um, If that's worth something to you, pay it. So people kind of making fun of United. Oh, you're paying this for Mesa Mount. It's like, well, if we need an English midfielder who's available or could be made available... It's not, a, it's not a bad option. I don't think Mount is a bad player. He's just been hyped to a particular status that I don't think is he's, he's deserving of it. From Chelsea's point of view, if he's not going to sign the indentured servitude contract that they're trying to give him, like those six, seven, eight-year contracts, what can you do except sell him? So mm-hmm. it's kind of that rock and hard place for like the negotiation where there's only a handful of clubs who'd want to buy him for that price, and you kind of have to sell him. 55 as i said i think it's no 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 you're not supposed to be stupid to do 60 footballing price for mason mount is like a calm 32 yeah 30 just a safe max 32. 40 but basically if we're being crazy and like mad like if we're being like really mad 40 but really it's that's like add-ons 30 like that's add-ons like yeah, yeah. 8 million add-ons like 32 plus 8 that's what he's worth but because he he's of a particular age um, he's been marketed a particular way. He has the right passport, plays yeah. in the national team. He seems that he's not a troublemaker or anything <laughs> like that. They're going to slap that extra 20 million and 32 becomes 52. Damn, near, it might be double. <laughs> like 32 becomes 64. Is that is English tax double? Is rice really worth 50? I don't know for me. I think I think I've worked out that English tax is 20 million. I, I think it's double. I, th- I think it's, it's, it's 20 mil. So basically, whatever the real price is, you add twenty mil. I think English tax, I think, is officially twenty mil. So, so Declan Rice is worth eighty, or is he worth fifty? And we're times in by two. I think English tax is times. Maybe two, English tax is 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 forty. You know, <laughs> it's times two. Whatever they say you are divided by two or times it by two. If they're saying Mount is worth eighty, divide by two, he's forty. Except Shut in certain up. situations, like Kane. Kane is worth probably like 150. Actually, I what? think everything is pointing to Daniel Levy, maybe right? 
<laughs> so, 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 if, Levy if, was if right. If Brian are offering 70, then in Levy's mind, he's worth 140. So I'll accept 100 because he's in the last year of his contract. I don't know, man. I might, I might be agreeing with Daniel Levy, bro. Like, nah, man, get out of here with that 70, bro. Oh, what kind of world is this, good. man? What was the other transfer that happened today? Kovacic. Um, Soram. Oh, yeah, yeah. Soram saying to Milan. Yeah, Kovacic to, to City. Oh, I guess I, I thought I saw Taram to Milan. So I thought. No, no, Inter, Inter, Inter. AC, but I guess he's just in the city to go to Inter. Yeah. Um, what did his dad play for one of the Milan clubs or was it just Parma? No, and Juventus. Juventus. Is he, yes. uh, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think he played for Inter AC. I don't think so. Hmm. Anyway, family lineage in Italy yeah. and all that. Um, apparently, the younger brother is like really good. Oh, is, it, is that like Kif- the, Kifran? I, one of the I don't know. I think there's two or three of them. Yeah, no, because like I think there's one that Liverpool are, 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 are looking at the, the midfielder. Mm. The Liverpool are looking at. He, he has locks. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's um, Kifran's showroom, I think. But yeah, Kovacic went to City. Um, that one, in terms of watching. The team that they say I support played that one. This one it doesn't feel good because he was one of the more enjoyable players to watch. Yeah, that's it. That's a loss, man. And for you see, Rice on the pep, Kovacic on the pep. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's see from from my vantage point, I'm thinking. So, pressing in England is already kind of wonky. So you're giving one of the best ball-carrying, dribbling midfielders in the world to Pep. So mm. that just gives him another way of beating the press. Yeah. That's scary. Now, maybe, and as someone who's watched Kovacic or as a duo who's watched Kovacic, he does dribble himself into problems because he's, he's, he's so confident with the mm. ball at his feet that he can get himself into problems. But then I think about that's with Lampard as his coach. But and I, I, also, I also remember this this, this is a, a pass-first system. So you're never going to have the scenario of mm. Kovacic's um, end product is really bad because once Kovacic beats the press, he has three or four or five passing options. Mm. In Lampard, the passing option, one is in Krypton, one is in the past, one is in the future. So I have to keep dribbling. So, so I have to, I have to keep, keep, keep going because yeah. my coach hasn't developed a, a plan. So <laughs> for coaches, it's like, oh, no, no, you're taken care of. Like You you won't have a scenario where you now have to shoot the ball or, because you're always going to have an option to right. pass the ball. Basically, so, coaches yeah, under pep is crazy. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Why would... There are some clubs where this is clearly the guy they want. I, this wasn't a situation where City were searching for a midfielder in the last week of the transfer window. Mm. And, okay, we'll just take Kovacic because Chelsea are trying to get rid. This was, we've clearly scouted the guy that we want after Gundogan going to Barcelona. And we want this guy for whatever attributes Pep sees in him. They've played how many times now? for Him with when he played for Madrid, when he was on loan with, I think, Inter, when he was... With uh, Chelsea for however long, Pep clearly knows him, watches him for Croatia, no doubt. This is a profile of player that Pep wants in his team. Why? Now, this is one of those, like, if Daniel Levy was chairman of Chelsea, why am I selling a good player into a rival, quote-unquote, 
if if Kovacic wants to go back to Spain or if he wants to go back to Italy, if he wants to try Germany, we'll, we'll say you there. But giving City their a primary target, despite age or price or whatever, I feel like they just want to treble. Are you being stupid? I mean, do you really want to get into the whole Bowley situation, really? Because, I mean, I don't... I don't like, we I have, don't... like, five minutes, so you tell me. <laughs> Ch- like... They're not Chelsea. These guys are not here for trophies. It's they're here. To, they're Just Nicholas Jackson for, for for eight years. No, it's it's an orphanage. Like Chelsea are building an an orphanage. Like Oliver Twist. Yeah, <laughs> Oliver Twist FC. Ot OTFC OTFC. So this like for like again, sporting wise, why the hell are you selling coverage to the guys who just won the freaking treble? Specifically, a guy who is tailor-made for Man City. But for Chelsea, this club, they're not thinking about competing or, or so forth or what our rivals are doing. They're like, we're here to build a process. So Chelsea's, and this is what people have to accept. The plan for Chelsea is, it's not about winning. Get young players, get Pochettino to develop them and sell them for a premium. And that's how you're going to generate money. These guys are not here for like, okay, this year we're here to win a trophy. No. If we did, oh, cool, that's a nice bonus, but no. Seven, eight-year contracts, build up these young players and sell them for a high premium afterwards. And that's how we're now going to generate money and now really invigorate the the, the business. <laughs> so it is the completely different game plan so um, from Bram. So And that's because, again, like, why else were you signing guys on blood pacts? So. I feel sorry for people who signed up for this shit, man. Like <laughs> it's like people sign you you can't sign up for a Bremovich and then they give you these guys. That's like, no, no, see, see, that's crazy. It's that's such crazy. a sea change. It's it's sick. It's 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 messed up. It's messed up. <laughs> it is messed up, man. It's so messed up. And and I think you no, know, the weird thing is just how people are just are just so accepting. But see, here's the thing though. You see, there are Chelsea fans who are like I'm I'm Chelsea. Whatever Chelsea do, this is just me because Chelsea is my is my is, is my life twenty four four seven. But the other guys were like, "Wait, hang on, wait a minute. Can we just press pause briefly? How did we go from Abramovich to this? And nobody's saying anything. Like, why are you celebrating a guy called Nicholas Jackson being signed for an eight year contract? Who the hell is Datro? That's it. Who, wait, who's who is who is Datro? That sounds like a like a Marvel character. It's just, it sounds know. like a it sounds like a type of. It car. sounds like, like a, a Marvel like, character, like a Nissan, like a Nissan Datro. Like it's yeah, like no, it, it sounds like a tertiary Marvel character, like a throwaway Marvel MCU character, Datro. Um, no, I've seen highlights of Jackson. He seems he seems okay. I was surprised he was African. I thought he was from yeah. I thought he was from America, Ecuador but... or Colombia. Yeah. Nah, he's from Senegal. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, but yeah, shout out to him. Um, I guess his people probably were one of those like uh what it would be like uh free Africans who came back. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the Liberia kind of situation or Halifax. Was it the Halifax Africans, the Nova Scotia freemen who went back to West Africa with like you know, Jackson, Smith, and all that. Yeah. It created some trouble if you look at the history of Liberia. <laughs> but, you know, uh, shout out to him. He's, he seems like 
a project, but isn't that's the problem with Chelsea? There's too many players where it's like, oh, this is gonna take some work. Yeah, like the only ready-made signing pretty much is Enzo. Everything else is a young, unproven dude. Do you know how crazy it is? And this it always ends up with Chelsea over here. But Jorginho Conte Kovacic sold within the space of six months. It so people are saying, and again, people means the timeline that oh man, this clear out is really good. They've gotten rid of you know Conte, Kulabali, Mendy, um, Kovacic. Man, the clear out is happening, and there seems to be some Havertz, there seems to be some Ziesh, there seems to be some celebratory attitude about what it is. When I see the players who have been sold. In most instances, I think if they had a better system, they wouldn't be sold. Even with their ages, if they had a better coach and a better system, those are actually good players that could be useful in a system. But because Chelsea don't have a system and Chelsea are just fly by night, other teams look at which players can we pick off? Or which players have names if you're in the Saudi Arabian example. So selling Kovacic seems on its face like a good idea. He's 30, whatever, or he's close to it. He's he's one of the old dudes. He's getting in the way of some young project Chelsea want to bring up. So let's just get rid. Let's cut ties. But you're selling him to Manchester City. Havertz is in a particular age where it's like he's he's not aging out, but we don't have a use for him. So let's just sell them to Arsenal. But aren't you giving pl- players to teams with ideas that know what to do with these players? So it's not that you're clearing out bad players. It's that you're clearing out players that other teams have ideas of what they can do with them. Mm-hmm. And that's more an indictment of your inability to capture whatever those players could have done. Like selling Jorginho Conte Kovacic, that's a midfield that should be able to work even in 2023. It might not be ideal, right? Like you might have, oh, we have ideas of some 21, 22, 23, 24-year-olds. But if Chelsea are were built to win trophies, that's a midfield that you, you would try to do something with. But instead, they're like, no, we're going project youth. And Arsenal say, oh, we can, we can use Jorginho for our buildup. Oh, we could use Havertz in you know the secondary striker space. Obviously, Al-Halal is like, you know, we can use Kante just to boost our league. Um, Or Kovacic to Manchester City. We can obviously use his dribbling and his ball carrying and his vision and, you know, some of the crazy ideas that he comes up with. Um, So for me, that's an indictment on Chelsea that the players that are being sold, I don't think they're bad. It's just you don't know how to use them. And that for me is the bad part if you're looking from a Chelsea perspective. Like it's not you, yeah. you. You aren't selling dead weight. You're selling really good players. It's just that you don't know how to use really good players because you don't have a functional system or functional. Look, look, team. As I said again, it's it's a mess. And I think if you bring this up to the pom pom waving Chelsea fans, they're like, oh no no, they don't know what they're doing. No, they're trash. Pochettino they're is bad. gonna they're cook. He's gonna like, cook. And you're so the so, so you're like like I'm like okay, obviously you're. You're like, everything Chelsea does great, but when you think about it logically and so forth, I think that 
is there a plan? Is there an actual strategy? Is there a, a direction? And it's like, I'm not sure there is. But we wait and see you next. Because I said again, you you spend 600 mil, I, I demand a trophy. And that's that. You, you can't spend 600 mil and I'll see you in five years. No. 600 mil, I expect at least a trophy next season. So that's what I expect. Minimal. Like, like there are some player sales where I get it. I get selling, trying to sell Mount if he's not going to sign a contract extension. Like that makes sense. And that would be a one, that would be one where I'm like, okay, it's fine. Even though he is useful in a team, like Mount is a player that can't be the best player in your team, but if he's a piece in your team, it can yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but so getting rid of him, at least in my mind, I don't like it from a Chelsea perspective. Cause I do think there's a player there that can help. Even I would say the same with Gallagher. I, me, me and you might differ, and I think we do. I think Gallagher can be useful. I think you put him in a functioning team and you let him do what he does. If he just wants to press like a headless chicken, let him do that. But he can't be, we need you to press plus build up, plus assist, plus score, plus you know, do all the thinking stuff in midfield. And like, that's not what you're here to do, but that's what they might have to ask him to do. And that's where it becomes a bit, mm. should he be sold? Maybe, but he shouldn't be sold because of what he is. He should be sold because of what he is. Plus what Chelsea are or aren't players aren't being sold or bought for particular reasons. They're just being bought and sold just because they can be. And is that how a functioning football club works? I don't think so. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> we've, we've reached our limit. I've, I'm kind of annoyed, actually. Like, that's, that's Chelsea, man. Like, they have the capacity to annoy me, but they can't make me happy. <laughs> and that Look, it's, 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 I mean, what are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? So, it's, it's a this is the Talking Tactics podcast. <laughs> we record this podcast every Tuesday. Remember to follow us on all social media accounts. Um, yeah, have hope. What are your, what are your, links? yeah, man? Remember to, you follow halfofootballhood.com. Remember to check out our other podcasts as well, I was man. I just going to say. Okay. Yeah. Dropping drops every, well, I we hopefully about, every Saturday. Uh, yeah. Uh, Maybe so you, 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 you'll see. You know? <laughs> E-R or A. They're both they're the same. So check, um, check it I'm at, out. I'm at Daniel to look. Half hope at half hope hut. Footballhut.com. Halfofootballhut.com. Oh, I was I was talking about Twitter, but yeah. Oh, yeah. It's um, halfofootballhut. Yeah, man. We'll see you guys next week talking about this podcast. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. Are you good at that? No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm quoting Waterboy. Oh, <laughs> I don't. I but are, do you play football? Like, are you good? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even know football was a thing. I just thought it was just how she, she said it in the film of the Waterboy. You don't know what football is? No. It's like um, there you you put a ball in the middle of the table. And they're like these little, like they're players on sticks, and like you can f- swing the sticks. Oh, that's it's, no table football. Table, okay, you guys call it table football. Yeah, yeah table football. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's a goalkeeper, and there's like three defenders, five midfielders, and you like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Table football, table football. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's called foosball here. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone has played that. Yeah, yeah. Are you good? No. <laughs> I'm trash. Yeah, no, no. It's like, <laughs> anyway, it's anyway, like anyway, too anyway. much stuff is happening. Yeah. Peace, All right. Peace, peace, peace. One more. Peace out. Sports Social Podcast Network.